Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi. Some people call me Ludini. In either case, we're here to uh, feature some great independent artists, as we've been doing for the past couple of years. Uh, you guys have gotten to know some amazing musicians that uh, corporate radio is just not going to show you. Corporate media in fact, is not going to show you. You're not going to hear and see a lot of these artists in, in a lot of places, but they do quite well on their own. They've proven that they don't need any of that noise, that they can get out there and generate fan bases and get you guys excited, and we're happy to be part of that process. Uh, today, I've got uh, uh, Denny Bonet on on the line with me. She's a, an amazing uh, violinist of all things, and you guys know because I interviewed uh, Joe, Joe Denizone about a year ago, so you guys know that violin can rock as, as well as electric guitar or anything else. So we're really excited to talk to Denny here in a few minutes. Um, you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus is that website. Uh, new interviews uh, every week, about three times a week, and a new music podcast just about every Saturday with uh, one of my love, one of my co-hosts. And we've been kind of swapping around here between uh, Katie Simone or Kevin O'Connor, so you definitely want to check that out. That is LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. A quick shout-out to my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, Pittsburgh's first internet, radio, TV network, online community magazine, and business directory. <clears throat> There's tons of great content. There are articles on a wide variety of subjects that are relevant to your life. Uh, there's a lot of businesses there. There's a lot of information on starting your business, promoting your business. Speaking of business, if you have something you'd like to uh, 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 sell or peddle to the world, you've got a product or uh, an idea or some content that you want to get out there, it's a great place to have your own magazine page. Uh, they get about a million unique visitors every month, so you want to check it out. That is Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. As I was saying, that uh, we have this uh, really amazing artist on the line with us today, uh, Denny Bonet, uh, <clears throat> has worked with a, a lot of different artists uh, uh, in her career, most notably uh, Cindy Lauper. Uh, there's a great video on uh, Denny's uh, website, uh, uh, sort of a mashup of her uh, working with uh, Cindy Lauper and, and her band, uh, and uh, Cindy features her quite a bit, so it's uh, really exciting to see. Uh, this uh, kind of instrumentalist uh, getting out there and making inroads into the pop world as well. So, Denny, welcome uh, to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Thank you. Thank you. It's really good to be here, Lou. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> no problem. My pleasure. Um, so, Denny, tell us a little bit about uh, your background, um, uh, how you uh, – because most people – Play violin with the you know there are def there are definitely uh, uh, people playing pop uh, music on on violin. I mean that's not like totally new or anything, but you know most people still kind of associate that either with country fiddle, you know country bluegrass sort of thing, or classical music and maybe some jazz. Right. So tell us how you kind of took this and and got into the uh, rock and roll side of things. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I I started out. Um, with a love of theater too, you know, so, uh, so I was, uh, also while I was in music school, you know, I had a full scholarship to West Virginia university and, um, I went there because it was a really fun party school, as you know, because you're in Pittsburgh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not far from there. I well, had a choice party between... in West Virginia. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, it, it, the, the idea was that I had this, uh, I was offered a couple of different scholarships to go to, you know, to a conservatory, and 
you know, at the time, I just really wanted to see if I could take my music further. And I also sing. So, you know, I had some musical theater background, you know, at a young age, like in high school, I was in all the plays and whatever. And, yeah. and um, I got into school and I remember, you know, telling my parents, you know, this violin piano thing is all great, but oh, I want to hang out with the theater majors. They're having more fun, you know, because they were out there, you know, in the hallways and we were all in the practice rooms. Right. So um, my father said to me, you know, you could always come back to that, but you can't stop practicing or you're going to lose what you've got. And he was right, you know. So I um, I ended up sticking with it. and But on the weekends, my last couple of years of school, I got into a band that played, oh, kind of Texas swing rock and roll and all kinds of fun stuff and I um but I really didn't know what I was doing it was just you know whatever came naturally and I definitely think I played the violin in a former life because with piano I was always kind of stuck to the classics you know reading the mm. music and not so much jamming but with with violin it, you know it's like whatever I hear I play and you know I discovered playing loud and it was a wonderful thing <laughs> it's like you don't have to just stand in front of a microphone you can plug it in and play, mm. and play it really loud so um you know my my first foray into uh rock and roll was just great because i realized you know that this is a lead instrument so i started listening to um people playing electric guitar and you know soloists that were not violinists i never really listened to a lot of you know, solo violinist, because at that time, you know, we had Jean-Luc Ponty, who was great, but that's not the way I wanted to go. I right. was never that much into jazz. Um, now I have more of an appreciation for certain kinds of jazz, but, um, you know, they didn't have that program where I went to school. So um, I ended up, uh, on, you know, in in the summer times, you know, I, I worked at um, – I did the bluegrass thing, you know, at, at Bush Gardens, got to play in a, in a show where I got to wear a dress that had been designed, I believe, in the dead of winter, and I got to wear it in the summertime, and we sweltered and played, <laughs> you know, Orange Blossom Special 5,000 times, you know, for the summer, <laughs> and, um, you know, and that was fun, but, um, so I had that little bit of theater thrown in, and then I'd come back to school after the summer, and my teacher go, Oh my God! What have you done to your technique? I'm like, oh, I'm having fun. So, uh, <laughs> but um, I did get the degree, you know, and, and in applied violin and with a minor in piano. Even though I played piano a lot longer, even than violin, I started piano at four. Oh wow! Um, and I was one of those little kids that was playing Greek's piano concerto, you know, at eight. And my parents mm. would have me come in. My mother would be playing mahjong with her girlfriends and. Now, Danny, come play for us. It's a beautiful thing. Would you play for us? So, um, you know, and then I'd have to kiss all the women goodnight and then go to bed. It was the thing, you know. Oh, wow. So, very yeah, I was like uh, a little very... trained puppy there, you know, which entertained Dude. my friends. And then I'd hear them cackling downstairs. I found out years later, they were drinking down there. They were having a good time. So, <laughs> but um, anyhow, uh, then I graduated and right out of there we uh I had a duo with another woman uh named Julie Adams and she and I were God help us the fabulous Twister sisters on Mountain Stage 
Um, and Julie still is playing the show. She's still in, in, in Charleston, West Virginia, and that's on National Public Radio. And um, so that was like my first gig. <laughs> Mountain stage, which is what was that like? Because um, I, because I, I, I'm, uh, I'm very familiar with. It. I had listened to it. Um, so, like, was that fun? Or I mean, what was it oh, like? Oh yeah, you kidding? It was amazing. Um, you know, we we'd be there in our little pocket of cool folk. You know, you know, our little <laughs> little liberal area there in in, in Charleston, and um, these like remarkable people would come on the show, and you know, if you don't, if we didn't know who they were, we'd find out who they were. You know, yeah. Tor, Tori Amos shows up. I had never seen Tori Amos play, and all of a sudden, here's this girl, like you know, gyrating all over the piano, and <laughs> like, wow, this is really cool. How did that go? How did that go over the mountain stage? <laughs> oh, was, you know what? People were so open. Okay. So even in the early days of the show, people <laughs> were so open to 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 artists, you know, that came on and. Um, I was really lucky because at the time, um, we we all, I don't know how much the band, the house band now plays with the artists, but at that point, you know, we threw ourselves on everybody. You know, yeah. Everybody that came on the show. So I got to play, um, and, and a lot of the stuff is recorded. I've got, I've got recordings, and they were made into albums and, and CDs or whatever we call them these days. Um but like I played with Warren Zevon. There's a recording of me playing with Warren Zevon. Oh wow! Um, I just found a recording of me with Mose Allison. Um, you know, so a lot of the greats that are no longer with us. Um, you know, I, I was really lucky, and and a lot that are still with us. <laughs> um, I got to I got to um, oh gosh, I played with REM, and. I got to know them, and then I also then through there I made my my connections that sort of took me further in my career, and I I really do thank you know Mountain Stage for really kicking me and getting me going because through that I really got to meet and know a lot of a lot is that, of amazing. Is that, how, is that how you got to hook up uh, collaborate with uh, Cindy Lauper and like what was no were you like in her band for like a for an extended period of time or what was that like? <laughs> um, eventually, yeah, I I no, I, I can't. I love my my guys in Mountain Stage, but I can't thank them for that. Because okay. they they had nothing to do with that one. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, I, they indirectly had something to do with Sarah McLaughlin, um, because I ended up playing. Um, Malcolm Byrne was playing with Daniel Lanois. They came on Mountain Stage, okay. and um, and it was like uh, royalty had shown up on the stage, and Daniel Lanois. The Lanois was playing. They gave him the longest sound check of anyone ever on Mountain Stage. I think it went on for like four hours of sound check. Oh, and then afterward, Malcolm Byrne came <clears> up to <throat> me and he was saying, uh, "Very, he's really quiet." And he said, I, "I'm a producer too." I said, "Oh, oh, really? That's nice, you know." And I'm, "Hi, good to meet you," you know. And um, he he ended up uh, like a full year and a half later calling me to play with. Uh, Chris Whitley on Living with the Law. On oh, you episode. worked with Chris Whitley. Oh, I I loved him. Yeah. My God, rest in peace. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Such a great so I, I'm actually, that was my first real professional uh, recording session was flying there to uh, New Orleans to, and I lived for a week in Lanois, you know, house studio, and then they said to me, 
Well, there's this. Uh, so I worked with, um, you know, with Malcolm and and uh, Chris, and we hung out and we stayed up all night long walking around. It was great. It was fantastic. And I'm on a couple of tracks on that record. But then, meanwhile, upstairs, uh, Pierre Marchand was recording Sarah McLaughlin, and um, they said, "Well, since you're here, do you want to play on this?" This record at that point, I didn't know who Sarah McLaughlin was. <laughs> so okay. It was it was early days, right? Because she'd only given yeah. had one album out, and I didn't know it, you know. So I'm like, sure, whatever. I'm such a whatever kind of gal, and I ended up playing on that that record um, uh, on the album Solace, and I'm playing on uh, the song Shelter and Black, the two albums uh, on there, and. And then I got to know her and ended up doing some stuff with her. But um, then eventually, well, how, do you, how do you make the jump from you know you're working with all these amazing people and everything, but at some point you're like, okay, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to you know do my own songs. I'm going to do like how do you kind of like, <laughs> or, or are you still doing both? Are you still kind of going out with other people and doing your own thing? Yes, I am. I still do. Okay. I still play with other people, but right now I'm really focused on on my own thing. Um, the I had been writing songs. I when I was still living in West Virginia, I started writing my own stuff. And like I said, I'm still. You know, I am. I have four CDs of singer songwriter. I write songs and I co-write with a lot of great people. And I love pop music or you know music with a verse and a chorus. And gotcha. I love the you know I I love I love to be able to sing along to a good melody and and um and I also sing harmony so with other people. Um, so I was doing my own thing. And what was happening there was that we had a band together uh, in West Virginia that was. We were really big fish in a really kind of not huge pond, so um, we were traveling quite a bit, and we were out playing. And but we had three singers, of which uh, the other singers were writing, you know, writing their stuff. I was writing my stuff, mm. and it, it, I, I just sort of felt at some point. I really, if I was going to do this, I really needed to pursue it. So I ran away, and I ran as far away as I could run, which was England. <laughs> so oh, I lived in England for a West couple years. <laughs> it was. I like to say I li- I've lived in all the third world countries. You know, it's like we've got we've got you know uh, West Virginia, London, and New York. I've got them all covered. You know, so um, anyhow, I I, um, I lived there for a couple of years, but. It was really like starting over from mm. scratch because a lot of people there had never heard of some of the people that the brilliant people I'd played with on Mountain Stage. So, um, but it was great because I, I was still trying to develop my voice and which way I wanted to go myself. So it, it was you know it was sort of my stepping out period to to, to really do my own thing, and um, and then from there moved to New York and you know I I. I found my home here because I like to say, you know, I got my, we've got our little bubble here in New York and on our little Island. And, you know, it's a great place. And I know a lot of people here um, from the music community and people are very supportive in our little community here. So it's our little community of New York city. So, um, are you, you, you teach as well, or I used to, I don't have time anymore. And I, I 
am very happy to say I did love to teach. I did love my students, but you know, I love playing music live too. <laughs> so I've been really lucky, um, lucky in that sense. And I started a. I have a business called OverdubStrings.com that uh, people send me their tracks, and I'm you know I've had a home studio now for years, and so I'm I'm quite good at layering, and I can send people back a, like a pretty much a a full symphony. So nice. And 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 then I never have to get dressed, you know. <laughs> sit here yeah, with my curlers and my robe, yeah. <laughs> I recorded um, your track yeah. in a bikini. Thank you. Very much. But um, did you people you know, request that? Can you record this in a? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Can you film it too? I get that all the time. Like, oh sure, right, I'll get right on that. Um, but um, yeah, so that that keep that keep that's been keeping me busy. But and also still, I still tour. I still play with people. Um, I just got off of a tour with a guy named Mundy, um, M U N D Y, who he's. Um, He's an Irish rocker. He's actually quite well known, you know, in in Europe and, you know, especially in Ireland. But um, I played the White House with him uh, about a year and a half ago, and he I did a tour with him and around the states. And he, he calls me up like a, you know, a week later after he gets back, and he he actually texted me and said, "How would you like to come play the White House with your president and our equivalent of?" And I'm like, yeah, bloody hell yes. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, I got to I got to meet Obama. I got to get a hug from Michelle, and I got pictures on my piano to prove it. And it's a pretty wonderful thing. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was you, really awesome. Now you do you're a singer songwriter, and if you if people go to um, uh, Denny's website, you guys go to her website, you can see the uh, there's a video of a, a single that she had out. I believe what, what was that about a year or so ago? Did you have yeah, that out? Yeah, um, it went and, a little virally video virally video. <laughs> It, it did good, and uh, it, it's a it's it's great like super catchy, fun like kind of pop uh, singer songwritery sort of vibe uh, one vibe sort of one million. There's a great video there of you jamming with yep. the Cindy Lauper's band too. Um, but you have sort of switched gears with what you have coming out ne- uh, uh, next, which is an instrumental album, which yeah. I gratefully got a sneak peek of. Um, because we're I'm doing this interview, so thanks to your thank you for your publicist for uh, sending that to me, and um, it's so what made you was it just time like what what made you go like okay I want to do something instrumental. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, we're really excited about this one. Um, I've always played a couple. Well, I went, one in particular, I had this violin solo, solo that I've played live, and then I recorded it on a previous album. And um, I just kind of felt like I needed to push myself a little bit. Um, I'd been per, I'd been recording for other people and playing with other people and playing things that I wasn't doing on my own music. Hmm. So... Um, what started it was I got together with a guy named Steve Gabori, who is um, he he played with Cindy Lauper for years, and um, and I just real quick the Cindy Lauper thing was uh, you know I played with her for a couple of years I toured with her for a couple of years and got to do quite a few tours with her so I'm still in touch with a lot of the people from the band and they're great cool. great people and um, but Steve and I got together to 
with the idea of let's write an instrumental, you know, have no preconceptions. So let's just write something with no pesky lyrics, you know, just just <laughs> go for it. And um, Steve, his writing tends to be, um, I wouldn't say orchestral rock, but it, it is, you know, a, he he's quite good. He's been doing a lot of in, writing a lot of instrumentals for his wife's ballet company, which is called Ballets with a Twist, and he's he's really really smart, really smart. And I knew he would challenge me, so I just wanted to push myself as a player to play things that I wouldn't normally play because when you're playing, for me, I I, I try not to. I try not to play so flashy that it's like, look at me, you know, on somebody somebody else's yeah, project. You right. don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you don't necessarily even do it on your project. You just want to play what's right for the song. That's what's important to me. And um, so uh, Steve and I got together and we wrote the first song with the idea, let's kind of do a jam thing, but still have structure, to still have a verse and a chorus and still have something that your ear can latch onto so it's not a, you know, not I I can't I don't know if I could say wank fest but it's not that you know it's it's not just like flash 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 it's right it's exactly still, yeah. yeah it's still easy you know easy on the ears and still rocks and and it's catchy and it had to make your foot still tap so um, we did that that song which is called light this candle and then we wrote another one called red dog a little bit later and then I wrote a track with a good friend of mine named Ian Hatton. And Ian used to play in the band Bonham with Jason Bonham. Oh. And, um, so, and that's the song, uh, Raise the Roof. And yeah, let's, go the ahead, roof. let's go ahead yeah. and play, play a snippet of Raise the Roof because we aren't allowed to play the record, the whole, uh, whole song, guys, because um, it isn't, uh, the album isn't coming out until January uh, 27th, I believe. So there's a little bit of lag here. And they don't, they're, you know, so, but they do allow us to give you a sneak peek. So we're going to give you guys like maybe um, 40, 50 seconds, maybe a minute of Raise the Roof. And let's go ahead and do that right now, and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of this, okay? All right, guys, this is Raise the Roof, uh, Denny Bonet on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay, so you worked with Hatton on this. He was in Bonham. This is a kind, this really has a great rock group. Um, Thank you. Yeah, so so how did so so you guys so go ahead and tell us a little bit more. Oh, and then I, I should mention too on yeah. on this track, um, Ian and I did most of the track, but then we <laughs> we got Will Lee uh, to play drums on it. So Will Lee, who plays on Saturday Night Live and is one of the best drummers in the entire planet, um, and um, so the the rest of the album started taking shape uh, because I was then writing with different people and. Um, you know, with this idea that I was just going to challenge myself and no preconceptions, let's just do this. And then um, my producer, uh, Paul Bevan, who has just got an Emmy, which we're very impressed with that. Um, he, He has his Emmy Award in his apartment and every time I go up there, I change it to the direction of which way she's pointing just to freak him out, you know, because I'm that kind of gal. But, um, but and you Robert L. Smith, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll make her point this way now. But um, uh, Robert L. Smith engineered it, and he's pretty, pretty genius engineer. And then we brought uh, different combinations of 
first call players who are buddies of mine, and everybody basically volunteered to play on this record. It was crazy. So we had um, in one one um, formation on three or four of the songs, we had Sean Pelton and Will Lee, uh, who played bass on, on Letterman, and um, a guy named Ben Butler um, on guitar, who's a monster, and um, John Cobert, who I co-wrote the title track with, plays piano he's, and keyboard. He's amazing. Another track we had, um, Liberty DeVito. From I know, Liberty, yeah, he's so good. <laughs> Isn't it? I just like, wow, yeah, yeah. He's like been like one of my favorite drummers like ever since I was a kid. Yeah, amazing yeah. musician, yeah. And on that track, we ended up uh, with Jack Daly, who years ago I toured with, my first European tour. Um, so Jack Daly played for many years with Lenny Kravitz. We got Steve Holly on drums. I got the best rhythm sections in the world. Steve Holly. Yeah. Paul it's like, it's like a who's who. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. It's a who's who. Yeah. 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 Matt Beck, who uh, plays guitar in Matchbox 20 and plays, he's with Rob Thompson. He's, he's, he's amazing players and, you know, and they're friends. So I just, you know, I just said, you guys, we're going into, we do like a couple of rehearsals and, you know, when you have the best players in the world, you don't say, can you play this exactly? Can, you know, here's, here's the basic gist and add what you can to it. Let and them they do their did. thing, yeah. Turn them Let loose. Let them do their thing. <laughs> so the, the exciting thing was um, I signed a deal on this record, and this is why I can't give you the whole song yet. You know, if it was just me, you'd have a whole darn thing. But um, uh, we got signed to a label called Zip Records, which is distributed by Sony Red in the States and Rough Trade in the Benelux. So, um, yeah, so it's like, a, it's like a real deal, this one. <laughs> this record actually has something behind it, so it's kind of exciting. Big time. So, well, <clears throat> bigger to me, anyway. <laughs> a bigger, bigger time. Uh, I wanted to also tell everybody, just to kind of like uh, get your sort of juices flowing out there, is there's a very cool remake of Frankenstein the Edgar Winter track Frankenstein on here you can't can't give it away you can't give it I away I can't give it away but it's <laughs> there's a the whole record is great um they cover a lot of <laughs> they cover a lot of you got they cover a lot of ground without it sounding like a mishmash you know it doesn't Thank sound you. like okay now we're like a different band it's like even though there's different musicians there's a great continuity to it and there's an earthiness uh to it that is very now sounding uh, so oh, I think God, you I really... love you, Lou. I love God. you. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, it's, it's, I, not too many people have heard this record yet. This is exciting to hear you say that. So yeah, yeah, well, I tell you what, I, I, as soon as I put it on, I, uh, I was like, I had to get my guitar out and start jamming along with it. I was like, <gasps> you know, it makes you want to kind of rock out to it. So, good I stuff. love that. Well, I was kind of hoping, too, it would be the kind of album that you could put it on you know, from from beginning to end, and if you're in the, on, on a road trip in a car, and you're driving along, and you know, it it just sort of is its own playlist. You could just sort yeah. of go along, and 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 I was um, lucky enough to spend two weeks in <clears throat> in Hawaii um, this nice. couple of months ago. I know it was awful. I hated every second of it. But at one point, I hadn't actually listened to the record, you know, um, like at least in a week. And we we put it on in our rental car going in Kauai, driving along from one end of the island to the other. And it was just 
it was like a soundscape. It was so cool. I was happy. I don't know how my husband was, but I was ecstatic because I was playing it really loud. But um, as long as it's loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the quiet bits, play them loud. That's what we say. <laughs> um, so, what does the next um, uh, six to twelve uh, months look like for you? Are you guys are you going to tour behind this, or what do you, what do you have? Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, we're going to do a CD release uh, here in New York on the 26th of January, and we're just finalizing the the venue. But um, you know, I can tell you what it is like soon. Just not today because we haven't finalized it. But um, but we're definitely doing it on the 26th, and then from there, um, talking about doing some uh, Europe in like in April in the spring. So we'll be filling it in in between here and there. So, um, you know, I definitely am going to be out playing. And that was that was part of the whole thing, too, of, of trying to get this thing out in the world um, at the beginning of the year. Because um, I think I just want I just wanted to do a record that would make people happy. You know, it's. I think it's a pretty joyful record, and you know, it's called Bright Shiny Objects for a reason, um, because it's. Besides the fact that I tend to change the subject a lot, as you could see, <laughs> but um, you know, I I do want it to be uh, that that one bright shiny object that we can always come back to. You know, when you're feeling like I can't take any more of this, you come back to this, and it'll make you. Feel yeah. Good. Right. Yeah, excellent. Uh, so why don't you tell the kids at home where they can uh, follow along on the Internet and uh, keep abreast of uh, what, what you have coming up? <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, first of all, you got to spell my name right. That's important. It's Denny, D-E-N as in Nancy, I-B-O-N-E-T dot com. And um, I am on Facebook. I am on Twitter. I am on Instagram. I got a Wikipedia page. You can take all your YouTube, everything. You know, I'm out there, and um, and I like to have a lot of fun with all my social media. So um, definitely follow me on all of that stuff. Because that is uh, D E N I B O N E T, uh, Denny Bonet, Uh, and I think if you guys just pop that into a search engine, that's a unique enough name that you're going to find. There's probably not too many Denny Bonets. Out there, uh, especially uh, and, don't put in Demi because it's not like Demi yeah. Moore. It's it's Demi with an N. Demi. Demi, and it's Bonet like Lisa Bonet, but not. But not. But not Lisa Bonet. No relation. But not Lisa. No relation. <laughs> no relation. We're not related. I'd like to think we're related because she's quite beautiful. But you know, I'm pretty pretty cute. But I'm definitely not Lisa Bonet. <laughs> you know, because I was never married to Lenny Kravitz. Now, uh, if I could have been married, sorry, don't tell my husband that, but oh hey, boy. Lenny. It's Lenny, for goodness sake. <laughs> He's hot, <laughs> or he was. I don't know how he is now. I haven't seen him in a while, but, you know, Lenny. <laughs> All right. Hey, Denny, thank you so much. Uh, can you hang on a minute? I'm going to finish up the podcast, and we're going to do a little bit of business with you before we uh, wrap up. Beautiful. Thank you okay. so much for having me, Lou. Thank you. No, no problem. Uh, hey, guys, you've been listening to my interview with Denny Bonet. Uh, one more time, that is D-E-N as in Nancy, I, Denny, not Demi, Denny Bonet, uh, dot com. Uh, there, from there, you can launch off into all the social media stuff and everything and a lot of great information there, blog with everything she has going on. Check that out. 
Um, her new record will be coming out, Bright Shiny Objects, uh, January 27th, and uh, it is a smoker. You guys are really going to like it. It's really just, uh, as instrumental records go, um, it's not just like a lot of blowing, you know, like, you know, let's take some chord changes and let's just jam. It's the, the well-structured, very uh, uh, keep, keep you engaged through the whole thing. <clears throat> You're really going to enjoy it. And uh, like I said, like we were talking about, it's a great, like it's a who's who of um, just amazing uh, side men. So you guys want to check it out. Uh, com is our website. Uh, please uh, visit that often for all your Ludini needs. And one more shout-out to my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine. That is pplmag.com. They're great people, so check them out. Guys, thanks so much uh, for hanging out with us today. Thanks to uh, Denny for stopping in and sharing her music with us. Uh, Hey, guys, thanks so much, as I said, and we will catch you guys on the next podcast. Okay, that's done. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope I didn't go off on too much tangents. (laughs) No, no, you were very uh, energetic and entertaining, so... Uh, <laughs> so it was great. It's, it's great. There's nothing worse than somebody who's like you're trying try to pull teeth, you know. So, I, I believe yeah. me, I know it, and you were great too. It's really, <laughs> really hard sometimes when you're doing an interview um, with somebody. I, I was doing somebody uh, in Europe um, for my last CD. I should. I forgot to mention. I do have other CDs, so um, you know. I'd love, I'd love <laughs> we to got into all them. kinds of. We never got back to that. Yeah, I was trying to bring us around to that, but. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. I get all excited about the new ones, you know. Well, but, that's what um, we're going to promote. Yeah, a lot of people definitely check out the new ones. Yeah, but um, no, it's 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 great. A lot of but I was on the doing an interview with somebody in Europe, and the guy didn't ask me anything. I mean, he just didn't. It was like pulling teeth on that end, and oh, of course, then then I over talked because I was just trying to fill the space. Because I'm like, <laughs> okay, and then I got up and brushed my teeth, and it was really good toothpaste. It was wonderful. So, <laughs> um, so okay, anyway, a couple, a couple things I want to do before I, I get you off the phone here. What I'd like to do is I would like to get a tag from you if you could say this is Denny Bonet, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Could we could you do that? I can do anything you uh, want me to do. Okay. All right. I, okay, I will I will count you in from five. Uh two and uh two and one will be silent. <clears throat> Here we go. In five, four, three. Hi, this is Denny Bonet and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Very good. Nice and clear. You said it right. Excellent. One try. Um, and I would like to get your e- uh, best email for you um, so that we can – and I probably need to give you my email so you can send me that clip. But what's a, what's a good email address for you? The best email is info at emotionalmgt. M-G-T. Emotional as in emotional management, okay. emotionalmgt.com. Okay. And my email address <clears throat> is, uh, so you can send me that uh, snippet, is uh, LL, like my initials, Lou Lombardi, llstrangelove at gmail.com. Email. Gmail. Yeah, yeah, Gmail. Beautiful. And when is this going to air? Um, probably it's, it's, it's going to be a few weeks. Yeah. It should be airing before the record comes out, <clears throat> but I have a pretty good backlog of, of interviews. 
So, you know, sometimes it's four weeks, five weeks before it comes out. Okay. Yeah, because if it's going to be, if it's, well, if it's afterward, we can give you the whole song, but um, let's just, well, you've already said it was a... a yeah, just send a snippet. That's fine. Uh, d- d- yeah, we just take what we got. It's, it's all cool. Uh, no big deal. Okay, uh, well, you, terrific. Yeah, you, thank you, and you have a, you enjoy the rest of your weekend, okay? Thank you, but you will let me know when it is so that I can, like, really do a big push for you, too. No, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll definitely let you know when it's out, and uh, I'll be in contact with you about uh, some other things I have going on, and maybe we can you know, work on a few other things too and to, to get some, uh, to, to grow that fan base. Okay. Oh, I thank you so much. And I'm thrilled that you like the album. Like I said, not too many people have heard it. So, you know, this, this, these are really early days. So anytime anybody says it's good, I'm like, Oh, good. Oh, good. I think it's good, but good. <laughs> no, no, I, I struck a chord with me. You know, I mean, that's all you can do with music. Like it either resonates with somebody or it doesn't, you know, but I, to me, I, I, I just, I like the whole, like, the, it's got a great vibe, you know, good grooves, you know, like, it's, you know, the solos make sure are all you make tight, it you know. to Make sure you make it to BBC Two, because that's another rocker. Okay, and I'll check it out. later in the album, so. But thank okay. you again, and have a great weekend, and, and happy Thanksgiving late. You too, Denny. You take care, hon. You too. Bye, Lou. Uh, bye-bye. Bye.